This is the Freedom Ring. Yes, it is. Welcome to it. It's Wednesday, June the 22nd. Uh, On today's show, the latest entities putting themselves at risk by going woke. One of them really makes me disgusted but uh, because it weakens the nation. Uh, There's more leaking out about the Uvalde school shooting debacle and the mishandling of it. Plus, we've got a special guest in just a couple of minutes. It's actually my, uh, my niece. Uh, who went to college and got a degree on, uh, oh, I had it in front of me. Where is it? It is, she's got a degree in sustainability management and she's working for an actual company that manufactures batteries and recycle recyclable batteries, I might add. And she's, uh, steeped on this whole, uh, issue being forced down everyone's throat with electric vehicles. And um, it's the realities of the whole topic because our system just isn't designed for everyone to make that switch just just yet. Not to say that we're not going to do that in the future, but right now isn't the time. And I think the extreme left with pushing this agenda, uh, just just not following. They're not not thinking everything through. Plus, January 6th committee is failing and another... um, Another strike against transgender women in sports. I think they really just should find their own league. Yeah. Let the guys compete yeah. with guys. Real women compete with real women. And the transgenders, you do battle with yourselves. All four you of know? you. <laughs> all, yeah, exactly. All, all four of you. And then you'll realize that the issue is not even worth battling. I like this. I like where they're going with it because I think it could potentially wake a lot of people up. When they Speaking of woke, right? Yeah. But uh, today I wanted to start off by speaking about lies, only because uh, nowadays the media is telling lies you know, about everything, whether you're talking about COVID or the vaccine, which by definition, most people know by now it's not even a vaccine. The situation in Ukraine, big lie. The results of the latest presidential election, obviously, this list goes on and on and on. In Proverbs 12, verse 22, lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who act faithfully are his delight and how do you how do you act faithfully by seeking the truth but that takes action on your behalf on my behalf on our behalf and uh you have to educate yourself and not only you just don't rely on other sources you know the news uh, other people's gossip you can't do that so so many of us are allowing ourselves to be misled on a plethora of topics because we don't want to do our due diligence and do our own research. And because of it, we follow something or someone we don't really follow in our heart. You know, we allow ourselves to be misled on so much, so much right now. And uh, how many of us know someone that got the jab who we thought were God-fearing Christians and are regretting getting it now? Mm-hmm. And all because they relied on another source other than their own. And it's so basic, man. Everything good takes effort. Every single good thing in your life takes effort. If you want a good-looking house, what do you got to do? You got to get off the couch. You got to cut the lawn, pull the weeds, trim the bushes, or at least get up off the couch and get a job to afford to pay someone to do it. Yeah. But either way, it takes effort. Mm -hmm. You want a better job? You can't wait for someone to make you an offer. You got to get off the couch. You got to put yourself out there, make your own phone calls, make your own connections. Either way, it takes effort. And same thing with deciphering lies. Don't just rely on others for your source. I mean, be your own source. Dig, educate yourself. 
And that wraps up with Colossians 3, uh, verses 9 and 10. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. So many lies out there. And speaking about a big lie being pushed about electric vehicles, um, again, with a degree in sustainability management and working for an actual battery company is uh, my niece, Marissa. Um, Good morning, Marissa. And hopefully you're not too hungover from last night's Stevie Nicks concert. Alive and well. How, Thanks for having me. How was it, by the way, the show? I saw somebody, uh, a friend of mine, was at the same concert you were last night and uh, took video of when she took to the stage at the very start of the concert. It looked like a, a, a full crowd, and she sounded great. Yes, it was awesome. One of the best concerts I've probably ever been to. Um, it was sold out, so it was it was really a great time. Awesome. All right, so let's start at the uh, the beginning. You have a degree. Tell us about what university you went to and the degree in sustainability management and what you learned while you were there. Yes, so I studied um, at Northwood University in Midland, Michigan. It's a private business school, and my major was just regular management because they didn't offer sustainability uh, as a major, so my minor then was sustainability management. So I took several classes over my time there um, where we really just looked at sustainability practices and how they relate to business. So uh, the biggest thing we always focused on is that being sustainable and having a sustainable business means that you focus on people, planet, and profit. So um, just kind of analyzing different business models and how they can become more sustainable and what that really means today and for the future. Okay, so we've got Bill here, and Bill, up until recently, was, uh, will you tell your story, Bill, about how you were wanting an electric vehicle? Yeah. And then she's going to give you the breakdown of why you don't want it yet anyway. Yeah, I I had always thought, probably for 20 years now, of putting solar on the roof getting a car with batteries, charging it for free, not having all these gas bills and oil and all this stuff. And I thought it was a great idea. And uh, recently I've been contemplating buying an electric car after my son bought one. And the more I've thought about it, I told my wife last night I'm not doing it because none of it makes any sense when you really think it through. Now give us the reality, Marissa. And, um, you know, it sounds great. It... I think it's based on emotion, but what is, what's the reality behind electric vehicles right now? Right. Um, and as you mentioned, you know, in the future, I definitely think that this is going to be um, where we're headed. It's inevitable, and if you do look at the facts, you know, EVs do produce less emissions than our internal combustion engines and the vehicles that we're currently driving. However, right now, I think it's important to look at not just what the media is pushing, but do your own research and find out what needs to happen for this to become a reality. And you need to look at the current infrastructure that we have in place, you know, the gas stations on every corner, the manufacturing plants that we have that are manufacturing the engines that we're currently using, the internal combustion and everything that goes into that in order to replace what currently have with EVs, is that really more green? And I think that, um, you know, maybe someone like Elon Musk has answers to these questions, but it 
it's important to look at everything that needs to happen in order to replace what we are currently doing with an electric vehicle. And I don't know if that's necessarily more sustainable because what are we going to do with all of the waste from everything that we're going to tear down to replace it with something else? And I think there's a lot of greenwashing that goes on in that industry. Um, it is the future, but I, I just I can't see that being more sustainable than the here and now. Now let's talk about the grid and how our system would basically collapse if everyone just suddenly switched over to uh, to electric vehicles right now. Our system couldn't handle it, right? I mean, it would just would we would we have a brownout? Would 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 it be a blackout? What what would happen? Right. We we really don't know. I guess. Um, I do know that overall, if you look at our grid in the U.S., yes, we can support EVs. However, if you look at your average neighborhood and the capacity that you have at each house, a, a lot of people are saying, like electricians and whatnot, that have have gone out and dealt with some of these problems that they're running into. That it, it's just not it's, it's not feasible at this time. And we also need to look at how are we getting our energy. You know, it, it's completely different if someone is um, purchases an EV and they've got the solar panels on their house. They're they're getting their electricity from a renewable source, but that's not reality for most of us. That's extremely expensive at this time to install um, solar panels or to use wind and whatnot. Um, it, it's not to say that that can't happen in the future, but at this time, it just we just can't support that. It, it doesn't seem, and um, I think a lot of things need to happen and need to be looked at in order for this to become a reality, which it will. But you know. What's what's the rush? I think that there's a lot that needs to be thought out um, to make sure that this goes smoothly and that it it is green and that it is more sustainable. And I'm glad you're bringing up what's the rush because I believe what the rush is is to cripple our economy, cripple us, so we're more reliant upon the government. Um, again, if you let everything play out and schedule it. In a, in a way that everyone can slowly adapt to it because I think we all agree, yeah, that we're probably heading that way. But you can't right. force it unless, of course, you want us just to basically throw in the towel on life as we know it and, and become a, a third world nation and have to rely on the government because that's the only result of doing it now. No one can do it now. Not everyone can afford a $50,000 uh, electric vehicle. That's probably the low end. Right. So what about, uh, let's talk about the actual battery, because people think, oh, it's a battery. Your power source is the battery. The battery is not the power source. The battery is only where the power is temporarily stored. So this is where the hypocritical part comes into, because I know a portion of what your answer is going to be, and a lot of the average people out there, aren't aware of what's creating the power. So I'll let you take over. Where's the power that's in the battery coming from? Yes. So um, the lithium-ion battery in an EV is what powers that electric vehicle. However, you're still going to have a traditional lead-acid 12-volt battery in these to uh, power all of the electronics that are inside. So it's, it's not completely lithium that we're switching to. And... Um, you know, there are companies such as Tesla that I have read that they do uh, recycle 100% of their lithium-ion batteries. However, switching 
the entire industry over to these EVs and using the lithium ion. We don't have the capacity to be recycling these lithium ion batteries at this time. It's extremely expensive and um, you know, I, I do have uh, some customers that I go to see that have lithium ion batteries um, in, in their lineup that they don't get from our company. And they're always asking me, you know, where do we send these back to? Because they can't send them through us to recycle them. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the lead acid battery right now, uh, while in the future may not be as sustainable as lithium ion, currently we have an amazing recyclability uh, program on those. The, the lead acid battery right now in the United States is the number one most recycled consumer product on the market. And that's not to say that we can't start recycling lithium ion at that rate, but these batteries we've been using for years and years, we have the infrastructure to support the recycling program. So it's just going to take a lot of time and money to get to that point with the lithium ion. Because right now it's it's not easy to, to just go and recycle those. But it's still being, the, the, the power that's being stored in these batteries are still, it's still coming from coal, correct? Uh, when you're charging them, you know, I, I, I'm not 100% sure on that, where um, that's all coming from, but you, are you talking about like the lithium ion mining? Well, I've got in front of me right now an article about uh, batteries and how um, for electric vehicle supporters and Green New Deal believers, what is a battery? Uh, it says batteries do not make electricity. They merely store electricity produced elsewhere, right. primarily by coal, uranium, natural gas-powered plants, or diesel fuel generators. So to say that an electric vehicle is a zero-emission vehicle is 100% false. And that's the part where I'm... Um, it's like, you know, <laughs> you're forcing people to go to electric vehicles, but you're really not saving the... Uh, the, the planet because you're still utilizing the same stuff. Yeah, you'd have to build more power plants, right? I mean, uh, you, right. our power comes from coal and from nuclear, I guess, right? Our electricity? Yeah. yeah. Yep, unless you're completely using, you know, you have renewable um, at your home and that's, that's where you're getting the energy to uh, to charge up this vehicle, it's, it's not going to be zero emissions. And, um, you know, the lithium mining... While it may be better than what we're currently doing, it's it's not you're you're not producing zero emissions from that. It's extremely dirty still. Um, it, it ruins the soil in the areas where they're mining. Um, you know, there's a lot of environmental issues with lithium mining. And so, while it may be better, it may be the lesser of the two evils. Um, it it's not green just because it's better does not mean that it's sustainable or environmentally friendly right it's just not so i mean it's a good idea it's something down the road it's something to strive for but to force it on society right now correct me if i'm wrong it's just not the time to do it right yeah i completely agree with that i just think that it's, it's really rushed and we need a little bit more time to figure this all out to ensure that we are doing this for the right reason right yeah, i mean the the car selection is not there you buy a, a decent electric car, it's fifty grand. If you want renewables at your house, in my case, I've checked into solar, it's $50,000 to put a decent uh, system on my house because I use a little bit more electricity than others because of the, you know, the, the stations and all that stuff. Um, so, you know, a bad selection of cars, prices through the roof, 
um, then you got the problem with you know isn't it isn't uh, lithium ion batteries uh, limited as well? I mean, there's only so much of that material out there, right? Yes, it, it does show that we have enough lithium to produce the lithium ion batteries, and that we you know we can fulfill the capacity that they're looking at for the future. Um, but it's just it, it's a lie to say that that is a sustainable practice in mining lithium. It, it may be better, but it is by no means environmentally friendly and it really can harm the communities around it and so is what we're currently doing but the problem with that is they're pushing it and saying that it's so green and um it's it's greenwashing is what it is Mm -hmm. it's it's not completely green or sustainable right do you what do you know about uh, i think i heard i read uh, uh, something about iron batteries that they're looking into that uh new kind of battery because there's unlimited supplies of iron do you know anything about that I actually, um, I, I don't know much about that. That's something I would need to look into, but um, it, it's definitely something to, to research. And that's the, that's the thing that I think is so important with this. Uh, so many people just blindly follow what the media is telling them. And regardless of what side you're on, I think it's important to do your own research and form your own opinion on these things because you just you can't trust what's out there. You need to right. think for yourself. Right. And, you know, the bottom line is if they're, if they're really concerned about green, to me, it, it, the most logical method of uh, powering up cars is through hydrogen and, and these the, you know these uh, car engines that run on water. There's well, been, if, if you invent that engine, then you get bumped off at a grocery right. store shooting. We know what happens there. Right. That was right. what, in Buffalo? That yeah. I got killed. You, did you hear about that, Marissa? The, the guy that invented the uh, engine that runs on water was, was one of the victims? Yes, I do believe I heard about that. <laughs> and it seems like there's there's been more than one person that has developed a a, a water based engine, and they all end up dead. I think that I think I read that there was nine or ten of them. Now. Don't tap into profits, my man. No, <laughs> you die, brother. You die. <laughs> yes. We kill you. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us this morning. It was um, I, I wanted to have you on because everyone seems to have an opinion about this, but. Hardly anyone I know knows anybody that's in the industry, the actual battery industry, and deals with recyclable batteries and the repowering of them and the uh, basically all the crap that's being thrown at us with the uh, electric vehicle narrative. And I'm like, I think I know someone that at least would <laughs> went to school for it and uh, is in the industry. So I'd much rather hear you talk about it than some Joe that, you know, was discussing it around the table playing poker with his buddies. <laughs> so... And before, right. but no, I appreciate you having me on. I'm, I'm by no means an expert. You know, I have my own opinion on it. I try to do my own research, but I just try and, you know, think for myself and try and do my own research based on what I've learned and what I studied in school and what I do on a daily basis. So, And before you go, I've got one more thing that both of you are probably going to think god this this guy's crazy you know, i thought that the day i met you <laughs> yeah i know well i gotta live up to my reputation then right okay so there's this quote unquote conspiracy theory out there and everybody knows about tesla right mm-hmm. and i'm not talking about the car i'm talking about the man oh okay who who <laughs> Found this way of making. I thought you were talking about the band, man. (laughs) (laughs) Modern day cowboy was a great song, dude. (laughs) So Tesla supposedly found a way to harness electricity wirelessly through the air, right? 
You know about that, right? I'm going to back out of this conversation because this ain't something I'm going to hang with. You can talk to Marissa about that. Yeah, so so the reason I bring this up, because I mean, I consider everything in this, in this uh, age of lies everywhere you go. Um, I don't trust anything, much of anything that I read. And so I dig and dig and dig and dig. And so I found this story about supposedly... There is this method of transmitting or harnessing electricity through the air. And uh, this, this was a secret invented by Tesla. And, of course, that secret is gone uh, because that means, uh, you know, the, the electric providers won't, get, won't make any money if, if that got out. And if it was a secret, you wouldn't be talking about it. So, But the reason, the reason I bring it up is because recently I saw a video online of this guy that, that developed an LED TV that was wireless. You powered it without electricity. I mean, it was electric, but he was somehow getting the electric wirelessly. And you could see this TV. There was no wires anywhere. And when they turned this TV around and you saw the back of it, there was this little uh, panel contraption that was maybe the size of maybe two, two, two liter bottles. Okay. You know, that was attached to the back of the TV. And he pointed and he says, that's how I get my electric. Have you have you heard of this before? I personally haven't, but that's really interesting. I'm definitely going to look into that. And so I thought, could there be some other reason in this day of deep state, blah, 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 that there's more to this story? And the reason they're pushing electric cars is because there is a way to, hire, uh, to harness electricity from the air, and that's how these things will eventually be powered. I don't know. I'm just well, throwing that out there. Anything that taps into big pharma's profit, big oil's profit, yeah. government's profit, you're not going to hear about it. unless it's, We know how well, the operation works. Well, unless it's replaced. Right. Unless, unless the deep state really is totally done away with. Correct. And, you know. I mean, that's really interesting. You know, it's, it's possible, I'm sure. I'm going to look into it, but uh, you know, Elon wasn't even in on those conversations that they have about the EVs and everything. He's not invited to any of that stuff. So it just that just goes to show if you're not having Elon Musk, founder of Tesla, in on those conversations, there's always some sort of ulterior motive. Mm-hmm. You think if you're talking about EVs, he should be present. And I just think that goes to show that it's not, I don't think it's about being green or helping the environment. I think that. Um, it's driven by profits, and there's a lot yeah. of other things that go into all of this and why they're pushing this so hard. Exactly. And I'll See, just, I'll just, can you tell she's related to me? She's yeah. not naive, yeah, right, man. Right. And I'll add one <laughs> last thing to that. You were t- you were listening when Papa was speaking all those years about organized crime. <laughs> yup. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'll add one last thing to that. And again, I'm not saying I believe any of this. I just read things. And I put it in the back of my mind, and I store it in case I need to pull it back out again mm-hmm. later, you know? So there's, you know, how Tesla, the man, moved his operation to Texas, right? He's no. got He's made a humongous plant there in Texas. Yep. And some people think... I'm just going to throw this just out there. It, just, just say it, dude. Just say it. Okay? Say it. She's okay. got to go to work, man. So, some people think that his plant in Texas relocated there... And his name, Tesla, is no coincidence, and that the Great Wall 
the Great Wall, not the Great Wall, the wall, the border wall that Trump was building. Okay. And in Tesla's new location has something to do with where we're going in terms of wireless electricity. That's all I'm going to say. It's, it's, it is very interesting to me. Uh, could it be true? It, anything could be true. All right. I'm off the reservation here. I don't know where you went with that one, but I do want to say thank you to Marissa. And uh, it's great to know that um, you appreciate good music. I can't believe she went to go see Stevie Nicks, man. Yeah. She's like I her, do. It was awesome. She's in her mid-20s, so and me. she's appreciating a real musician. Very cool. <laughs> I love Stevie Nicks. He's my favorite. That's awesome. Well, thank you very much, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, and I appreciate you joining us today, okay? All right. Thanks for having me. All right. Love you. Take care. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Thank you very much. She's uh, she's a good girl, and uh, she's off on the right, the right path. Yeah. So appreciate uh, someone in the industry speaking with us about that. Uh, more truth about the Uvalde, Texas school shooting coming out. KVUE and its news partners at Austin American Statesman exclusively obtained footage from inside Robb Elementary School on the day of uh, the May 24th shooting. The new report raises scrutiny and criticism for the way the cops handled basically everything that day, in particular the reason why officers waited more than an hour before taking down the gunman who continued to murder innocent elementary school students. This whole story just sickens me, man. The, yeah. uh, the new footage shows that multiple officers were inside the, uh, the building with rifles and at least one ballistic shield nine, 19 minutes after the gunman arrived. They didn't enter the classroom. The shooter was inside for nearly another hour. Yeah. That's not right. Investigators believe this will prove to be a significant development as it indicates they had uh, more than enough firepower and protection protection to enter that classroom before they actually did. Much of the information is expected to be presented at the uh, Texas Senate hearing. I don't know if it's Tuesday as in yesterday it, it already happened or this coming Tuesday, but the first of two consecutive days at the Capitol where members of the public can address lawmakers. We might want to hang that phone up. Um the more detailed timeline of events investigators put together showed some officers were growing impatient with waiting outside the room. One of the uh, cops says, if the kids, if there's kids in there, we need to go in there. This was at 11.52, about 19 minutes, like I said, after the gunman entered the school. Another cop said, well, whoever's in charge will determine that. And I, I said this when the story first broke, and we agreed I believe you're going to find out this whole shooting and possibly many more as sick and twisted and sadistic and evil and unhinged as it sounds to slaughter innocent school kids was planned to push the anti-gun agenda just, just so the government, and when I say government, I mean specifically the extreme left, can gain control. I know that is bizarre and off the rails to even suggest because we can't, we don't think like that. You know, God-fearing Christians, we can't relate to, wait, wait you're going to do what to achieve what? But you have to understand that most of the people involved 
especially in Washington, D.C., that are pushing. They don't believe in God. I mean, they, they, they don't care about sacrificing people to achieve things. I'm not saying all of them. I'm saying there's a nice bulk of them that are as evil. I mean, when you talk about the Clintons, especially Hillary, I just see evil. Well, they can't they can't get their way because their thinking is not what the majority would even con- consider. So they're these crybabies that if they don't get their way, they find a way and they will cheat, steal, lie, do whatever they have to do like they to get their way in the election. Yeah, and and so, but to sacrifice school kids, as sick and twisted as it sounds to us, these people don't they don't care care about care. life. And look, after January the 6th, that fiasco, <laughs> this is just something ti- tiny compared to January the 6th. Or 9-11, right? as I'm starting to kind of wrap well, yeah. my head around that theory. Yeah. I'm like, yep. wow, that could be the what the plan was, man. Yep. Um, so to sacrifice 19 school kids, that's Tuesday to them. And it's a sacrifice to their God, right? I don't know <laughs> if there is a God in their... To their Lucifer, right? I, I'm glad I can't relate to that mentality. I, 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 I'm happy for that. I'm, I'm actually proud of myself that I can't relate to being able to make sense of that. Mm-hmm. But the more we're finding out and how things are progressing down the road, it might have been completely planned. Mm-hmm. And every time this topic pops up, I kind of step away from that because I understand how whacked it sounds. And I don't want to believe that it could be true. And it's difficult to talk about because you're considering what people are thinking about you. And then there's that. That's why I always kind of state it before and after. I understand how bizarre this sounds. There's nothing normal about having to think that way. To, But, I mean, look at everything else that is unfolding coming out of Washington, D.C., when you were growing the up, the insanity. When you were growing up as a child, there were no school shootings, right? Had you ever even considered, even thought of something like no. that could happen? No. Same as same as me in my childhood, uh, and beyond that, this is a recent thing. I would say what the last twenty years, if if even that long, uh, something I'd like say that. the last thirty. Was it okay? Because you got Columbine in the mid nineties, so yeah. I would say at least 30. Time flies, but yeah. But I remember going to school, you know, specifically high school. It was never a thought of, what if he's got a gun, man? No. You know, did we have a, we had a, what was his name? Kenny. Kenny was a big black security guy. He was nice, nice, but looked like a former, he might have been a former NFL player. And uh, walked around our, our, um, our school halls. In full gear, you know. I don't think he had a gun on him. If he did, we didn't see it. Had he had one, I would have been cool with it. I don't care. I know he was a completely good dude. He was a giant man. Everyone made friends with him. But you knew when you messed around, he didn't play around. Mm-hmm. We didn't have gun shootings back then, but we did have the security of knowing Kenny was here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, right. And if he caught you skipping. He at least gave you a verbal lashing. Mm-hmm. And if he saw you repeatedly doing it, then he would take you in. And he, he was he was a straight-up dude, man. But to look at him, it was like, 
I ain't playing, man. <laughs> I don't want to tangle with that dude. And especially when he had that, yeah, the 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 the, the police cap, you know, kind of <laughs> like you know what I mean when when they wear wear it down. Yeah, right. There's oh, that's yeah. just that intimidating the yeah. bill. Yeah, and he would walk the halls like that. It's like, oh, you just look like a badass. <laughs> but we had the security of knowing Kenny was here. But this was prior to gun shootings. You know, we we occasionally had the once in a while fights in the in the parking lot, or but it never really went past that. I don't even recall any like armed robberies at carryouts and gas stations and stuff like that. I, I not can't out in the suburbs. I, I mean, I lived in the suburbs, and we didn't have that. I can't remember anything like that. Now it was it's just, all over the place. Yeah. It was just peaceful when I grew up. You know, it was a different world. Now you're like, what the hell's going and, on? And is it being forced? I mean, I think we all know the answers to these questions. Oh, yeah. Yep. We know what they're playing. And the was. bar is being lowered. There's a, there's a commercial on TV. Speaking of bars being lowered, and it's been... You can watch television commercials and just see the bar of society get lowered and lowered and lowered. There is a there is a uh, commercial for a cruise line, and it's where a bunch of kids are complaining. They're singing, and they're singing to their parents, and they're a little upset that they can't go on the cruise with mom and dad. And then the ending line is has this maybe. Five-year-old girl that I think that's a bunch of bull, and they bleep out. Do we really need to go there? I mean, <laughs> a five-year-old girl needs to say that in a television. Could call me prude, call me ancient, call me lame. I don't care. Did she like go and get a gun or something? <laughs> but <laughs> just the gosh. fact that we've got to have a little kid swearing in it's, a television commercial. You know what? Yeah, it's you can guarantee you'll never get my business. No, it's it's disgusting. And it's just a swear. Oh, it's just a word. You know what? Nah, I ain't on board with that. Let let kids be as innocent as possible. Let their brains develop and function. And uh, just, let's not smother them with with smut. They don't know that stuff. Have naturally. a little bit of class, man. Have a little bit of class. They don't know that stuff naturally, so they're getting it from somewhere. Right. You know? Oh yeah. And you know the adult wrote. The script and oh, let's have a five-year-old say shit. <laughs> oh, aren't you cool? You ain't getting my business. That stuff sickens me, man. Yeah, I mean, we did that when I was a child at my house. We did get the bar of soap, oh, and yeah. we knew, we knew you don't. Oh, say, we didn't get bar. We got a liquid soap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Open up. Open up. Open up. <laughs> I, I got it. She just found one crack in the lip there. And whip. Oh, my mom was ruthless, but I still love her for it. Oh yeah, I had it one time, and it never happened again. And I really don't. Even, I don't re- recall the incident. I just remember the soap. <laughs> it was not pleasant. I told you about the. Uh, my mom tried to poison me. My acoustic guitar over my brother's back. I told you that story, didn't I? My uh, brother was in his mid-teens going through his phase. I was downstairs playing Atari, Pac-Man, and Space Invaders. Yes, I'm dating myself. Screw you. (laughs) (laughs) Me and a friend are downstairs playing Atari, and my brother's tangling with my parents upstairs. That previous Christmas, I got an acoustic guitar. One of my gifts, right? Mm -hmm. Love 
music, all right? Yeah. So uh, mm -hmm. it started to get to the point where it's like, all right, you probably have to leave, man. It's starting to get loud upstairs, and my brother didn't have an off switch, and uh, either did my parents. <laughs> so we're walking up the stairs. He's going out the back door because that's how the house was designed. The stairs right out the back door. And the bedroom that my brother and I shared was just to the right. And as we're walking up the stairs, my brother had made his way out of the living room where the argument was taking place into the bedroom. My mom was right on his tail, and I heard her pick up. You, you hear the strings of a guitar when you pick, oh. up, pick it up? And I, was, I froze coming up the stairs. I'm like, no, not my guitar. And all of a sudden I hear... Uh, right over his back. <laughs> the only thing I said, my guitar! <laughs> Forget my brother's bloody back. But yeah. And I, I had an she incident. She was hardcore. I had an incident like that too. I had just gotten the Steppenwolf album that had the pusher on it. Oh, no! And I loved it. I loved Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I had that thing cranked up in my bedroom. I said, GD, you know. And my mom comes up the steps and she says, Billy! I'm like, yeah? And she says, you get that off right now! It's kind of like the uh, Cheech and Chong thing where he's not Black Sabbath, it's only Steppenwolf, <laughs> Mom! <laughs> but she heard the GD. Uh-oh. And she did not like that at all. And I, it was identical to that Cheech and Chong track. What was that? Uh, I forget what it was called. The, the dad comes up and... In the guy you broke my record, yeah, man. That one, that one, yeah, that. It was identical to that story, and so she she leaves, and I put the record back on, and she comes up and she takes that thing off the turntable, and it hit the wall, and it was gone. Ah, uh, yeah, not Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf, man, the pusher. Did yeah. you head back up to Peaches Records and Tapes and? <laughs> No, I didn't. Get I didn't. another one? Now I've got like four copies. <laughs> I've got backup reinforcements, baby. All right. But I remember those days, and I love my mom for it. Exactly. She taught me things, you know. So uh, January 6th, I had mentioned that, okay? Uh, it's not going real well for the, for the Democrats. A pollster Frank Lutz predicted Sunday the highly publicized fiasco hearings will not help the Democrats improve their standing with voters ahead of the 2022 midterm elections. First, voters are not being persuaded to support Democrats because of the one-sided nature of the hearings. You're right. They never think things through. Of course, if they had shown the other side, it wouldn't have worked either. No, right? it's not. It's not going to work. It's not going to work because Trump is going to step up to the plate and say, uh, <laughs> I've got everything that counters Plus, you got 2,000 mules. What, what else is there to argue when it comes to the January 6th? All you need to do is watch 2,000 mules and everything they say. Exactly. And then we got more stuff coming. Right. It, what, in a couple days, I think I read. Uh, I think I read yesterday there was two days left uh, from the guy that I always the forget his name. The guy with the beard. The guy with the beard. <laughs> I always forget his name. Daggone it. Uh, anyway. Um, Luntz went on to say uh, they've not called a single witness who counters the committee's narrative to testify publicly. Not a single member who supports uh, President Donald Trump. You should have had counter testimony. Uh, counter testimony. Yeah. You should have had people challenging those witnesses. What other proceedings do you see where it's one-sided? It's one-sided. Yeah. I mean, even if yeah. you're stealing a pack of gum, you've got a defendant and a plaintiff. Only when they can't get their way. They... I mean, right. 
And then they won't... Uh, Pelosi's been kind of pushed aside so she doesn't have to talk about this either. Exactly. Why? Because she designed it. And some are saying this is nothing more than the third impeachment for Donald Trump. Yeah, it's, it's a smokescreen, man. Come on. And then the other reason he's saying that, that, that it's not affecting the Republicans... Uh, like they would like it to is because voters are they just care about more important issues like crime immigration gas gas inflation Uh, this has simply not risen to the importance that the democrats thought it would and it's not doing the damage to the republican party that they thought it would and all those topics are results of this exactly exactly uh, while Democrats focus on January 6th, gun control and abortion, Republicans are focusing their campaign messaging on issues that voters care most about, like inflation, border security, and crime. Right. You've never seen anything just be represented by one side. No. That tells you something. Again, use your critical thinking. Share this video, folks. <laughs> if you've got family members that are just not buying any of the things that we're trying to tell them, Maybe this will reach him. Even when you were five and you had like a backyard squabble with the next door neighbor kid and he took my big wheel. No, I didn't. Oh, come here, both of you. Who did what? Now you said what? Now did it. You get both sides (laughs) of every argument, right? Get to the bottom of the story. Right. (laughs) But no, not when it comes to electing electing the leader of the free world. (laughs) It's going to have one side. Yeah, they preach it's our way or no way. It's an insult. That's It's an insult to everyone's intelligence. Things need to be discussed and talked about, and you have to hear both sides. We didn't arrange anything. You're just going to hear from us. There is no other side. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Said Hitler. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, the U.S. Navy has released a training video. I'll wait till you're done sipping that because you might want to... <laughs> I might spit it <laughs> out. You might spit it all over the camera. <laughs> the U.S. Navy has released a training video to encourage sailors to announce their pronouns in order to create a safe space and avoid misgendering people. Seriously, because this is what the U.S. Navy is based on. I don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> We're going to war. <laughs> Hey Jenny, can get you can you get those missiles loaded? Did you just call me Jenny? I prefer it. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer they and me. Seriously. <laughs> is this really what our US Navy oh. is dealing with? Come on! Someone get me out of this world. Oh my god. They might. Right here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the instructional video appears modeled after a children's show. It starts off going, Hi, my name is Joni, and I use him, he and him pronouns. Um, the report noted that the Navy members are warned against pressuring colleagues to provide their gender pronouns. Quote, some people may be going through the process of discovery and they're not ready yet to tell you what their pronouns are, and that's okay. Put them in the same room with those transgender swimmers maybe they'll go from four to five. <laughs> oh my gosh uh, i can't take it anymore dad dad <laughs> if a colleague does not want to disclose gender pronouns navy members should continue to use general neutral neutral language 
Service members are instructed to practice memorizing a person's gender pronouns, uh, gender pronouns by going through a progression of three good things about the person using their pronouns. Let's say the person chooses they. Oh, well, gosh. then you will, in your mind, go, they have a nice shirt. They have a nice smile. They are really smart. So that kind of sticks in your brain. Um, how any of this helps the U.S. Navy's mission to train and equip com- combat-ready naval forces capable of winning wars. I haven't the slightest, but then again, I don't speak fluent woke. <laughs> no, wait a minute. I don't care to speak fluent woke. Wait, wait a minute. I got, I got a new angle on this, okay? Maybe this will work. Because the other side, I mean, if they, if they approach these... I would turn around and run. <laughs> I would turn around and run as fast as I can. Let's do battle. <laughs> Let's do battle. Bang, bang. Uh-huh. Can you imagine the Chinese coming over and seeing that? Ooh. Ooh, turn around. No right. <laughs> what is going on, man? America wins another war yeah. today. <laughs> Their plan worked. So, <laughs> how did you win? That's because I wouldn't allow him to call me he. He had to call me they. <laughs> Chalk went up for the good guys. We put Jenny and Bob on the front line. <laughs> Jenny is Bob. Uh, yeah, and it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, Ace is online saying, you're witnessing in real time the fall of an empire. I cannot wait for Trump oh. to get back in so we don't have to... Uh, all this garbage of wokeism could be thrown out. And lastly, for me anyway, I know you've got another woke story. The pro-gay Disney movie Lightyear was crushed at the box office over over its opening weekend after the Toy Story spinoff made headlines for profiling a lesbian relationship and featuring a kiss between two female characters because that's needed in the story, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Taking kids your eight-year-old to see, to see yeah. that. Oh yeah. Uh, something producers added in the film in protest of Florida legislation that expanded parental rights to protect their own kids from sexualization and grooming in schools. The sane masses are done with Disney and the wokeism. Absolutely. That they're trying to force and and Lightyear. Uh, the, the dismal performance is proof. We're done with it, man. The masses don't care. Move on. One of the things that helped I'll me... I'll never go to this movie. No, and one of the things that helped me decide to cut the cord, because I really wrestled with it. I enjoyed sitting back on the bed at night and, you know, watching... I, I used to watch reality TV, like Moonshiners and stuff ah, like that. I remember Moonshiners. Yeah. That first season was good. I loved it. Uh but I cut the cord because every time you watch anything, they bring in the gays, they try to normalize it, make sure it's okay, you know. But this all goes for, for hetero, too. Nobody wants to see your private life on uh, full yeah, display in an that ad. That, too. That, too. Exactly. Just move on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Your sexual relations is it's private. Not, it's not my business. Right. And don't try to tell me to watch it and show it to me all the time. Right. I, don't, I don't care. And my wife and my business isn't your business or your business That's and right. vice versa. So shut up. Exactly. I agree. Oh, you're you're a homophobe. No, I'm not. <laughs> Huge Elton John fan. Right here. Elton John. Musical legend. I love him. Love him. I've seen him multiple times in concerts. The dude tears it up on the piano. I love most of his music from the 70s, his, uh, all that old stuff is just classic oh, killer, man. Incredible stuff. Um, 
his sex life's none of my business. Mm-mm. I don't care that he's gay. Yep. I'm okay with him being gay. Yep. But he also doesn't get on stage and have his uh, husband. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on the piano. That. Yeah. <laughs> this is what Benny and the Jets is really about. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> and now we we know why he said Benny. <laughs> oh. This is my new rocket man. <laughs> okay, so one more story here. Uh Harris Teeter and Kroger. Facing backlash for going woke, a customer took to Twitter on uh, Monday to complain about Harris Teeter. Harris Teeter, we're guessing, is a subsidiary of Kroger. I'm not positive, but apparently another grocery store. Okay. Selling some pro-American items that read... Oh, don't do that. Said it, the, it, the Don't have pride in our nation that we live in, unless the, it involves a rainbow flag. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, the item in question read, give me liberty or give me death, and America, love it or leave it. The customer took to Twitter complaining, saying they were insensitive as mass shooting incidents happen around the country. Why are you allowing this type of item to be sold at your grocery store in Huntersville, North Carolina? Clearly, in light of the recent mass shootings, you can understand how this is not a good idea, the Twitter user wrote. Harris Teeter responded by thanking the customer and telling her they'd be discontinuing the Freedom Series. Thanks for reaching out, the company said. As soon as these items were brought to our attention, we put a recall request into place, and these items are being removed from all store locations. We appreciate your concern. You're giving in to one complaint. Was that one complaint? Yeah, apparently. You're going to give in to one complaint? What about the 10,000 customers that wanted that T-shirt? Exactly. They don't matter. Don't buy the T-shirt. Yeah. Those people don't matter. The people that want it. What about the restaurants you you don't prefer? Should they close down, go out of business, and put all their employees out of work because you don't like their chicken souffle? Well, apparently, yeah. <laughs> apparently, I didn't. I didn't like that one. I think you should all be fired and close down the building, burn the structure because yeah. I, I, I had Antifa. a hair. I had a hair in my salad there. <laughs> yeah. Just don't go. It's so easy. It makes life a lot easier. And then there was another customer complained to Kroger about a drink sleeve that read, Arms change, rights don't, which the company also said would be recalled. This is Kroger. 110 Americans die every day from gun violence, yeah. and most recently children... Let's talk about car uh, crashes and how many more die in those. Are we going to yeah. ban cars? Idiot. So the, the customer says... Uh, 110 Americans die every day from gun violence, and most recently, children, educators, health care providers, and family members were killed in mass shootings. Please remove them, the customer said. Again, the company, this is Kroger we're talking about, said they would be recalling the items. Then came the backlash on Twitter. One person said, are you serious? This is a stupid response. Mm -hmm. Not shopping at Kroger anymore for being anti-American. And another one said, ban assault koozies. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. And another said, You know, if you take a, a, a koozie mm-hmm. and I smother you with it. Or you throw it at me. It's an assault koozie it's an now. Assault. It's an assault weapon. But you, you notice it's not the koozie that makes it the assault koozie. It's the, be person the person that makes it the assault 
koozie. Wow, you're you're really awake. Oh, oh I'm awake, not woke. Yeah. Another person said uh, three thousand people die every year from foodborne diseases in the United States. Please remove all your food items <laughs> as well. That's all right. The government's doing working on that right now. <laughs> and one last person uh, wrote, and I totally agree. What Trump said. Get woke, go broke. Yep. Yep. Get Twitter, woke and you go broke. One Twitter user pointed out Harris Teeter still markets Chicago-style pizza despite the city's gun violence. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. And did you know... Um, actually, I've got one more story. You can. This is a quick one, though. Hmm? Did, um, before you go on, uh, did you know uh, Mitch McConnell? His wife is a Chinese lady. And she's on the board of directors at Kroger. And word is that she is somehow tied to Xi in China. Doesn't make me sleep any better. Yeah, it kind of when I when I read this about a year ago that she made it onto the board, I'm like, oh my gosh, now we got China over the connection to Kroger. Yeah, our, our food supply. Yeah, it's true. Look it up. Oh, I get you. Uh, the International Rugby League announced that transgender women will not be permitted to play in women's international rugby competitions for now. The IRL instituted the ban while the organization conducts research to implement a formal transgender inclusion policy. Quote, it is the IRL's responsibility to balance the individual's right to participate, a long-standing principle of rugby league, and uh, at its at its heart from the day it was established against perceived risk to other participants and to ensure all are given a, uh, a fair, fair hearing. How about you just start another league for transgenders? Yes. Yes. That way men that were born men and are still men can compete against men. Men. And then women who were born women and are still women can compete against women. And then trans and they can compete against each other. All three of them. And then once you find out there's only maybe three to a maximum of 12 that show up to play. All of this for that. You'll realize this isn't worth it, man. It's not <laughs> Can worth we it. just move on with life? They'll figure out how to cope, okay? FINA, an entity related to swimming and other water sports, has banned biological men from competing against women unless they meet certain criteria. And listen to some of this. Male athletes who wish to compete against women must prove that they have complete androgen insensitivity and therefore could not experience male puberty or that they are androgen sensitive but had male puberty suppressed beginning at Tanner stage 2 or before age 12, whichever is later, and they... Let's <laughs> be done with this. And I will mention one last thing that oh, I geez. that I saw that I saw last night. And folks are saying this is a leak. Does it involve Tesla? No. no. <laughs> folks are saying this is a leak. This is a leak that was just released. Uh, I saw it on Santa Surfing and Phil Godlewski. Both of those two are reporting that. Arkansas, Texas, and Wisconsin have decertified, but it's being kept top secret right now. 
but it, this information was leaked as a, uh, I, I guess, to let some people know that it's happening. The insanity will end shortly, hopefully. Again, this is uh, this is nothing that I could confirm anywhere other than those two sources. And they are reporting that there are other people reporting it as well. That those three states have decertified. Technically, we only need one state to decertify, don't we? Technically. And that you can claim fraud. And that's where Biden's presidency ends. Actually, you don't. Is this another topic for another day? No, you don't really need to have anybody decertify. Uh, All you need to do is to have state legislatures to admit that Biden won by fraud and show proof, show proof of it. And once there's fraud involved, fraud vitiates everything. There was a Supreme Court case uh, where that was determined. Fraud vitiates everything. They have to throw the whole election out. Immediately, Joe Biden would no longer be president. I mean, immediate. Isn't that what I just said? Well, yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm kind of expanding. <laughs> oh, on it. okay, yeah. So he would he would be immediately thrown out, and uh, FEMA would step in and run the country until a new election a new election would be held. It's interesting. Until Trump got back in, of course, you know he he will. All right, that's going to do it for us. Uh, we would appreciate a uh, donation to the show if, in fact, you uh, have it in your heart to do so. You've got the button right there at our website, freedomringshow.com. want to say thanks to my niece, Marissa, for educating us a little more on electric vehicles and how the whole green thing is uh, not really happening right now. It's a good idea, and it's something that will take place in the future and can take place in the future, but we're just not designed for it right now. But Not ready for it. No, yeah. not at all. But uh, we do appreciate you listening, and uh, again, scope out all the other uh, platforms that we're available on, Spotify, any any platform you could possibly fathom, we are on it, I guarantee you. It's all posted right there at the website, freedomringshow.com. I'm Matt Toludo. That's Bill Spry. Have a good rest of your day. Play, uh, Pray for our country. Pray for our world. Keep God front and center. Get God back in your schools. Demand it. Get him in your heart, too. Get involved. We will take this country back. This train wreck is not ending on the Libs notes. All right, that's enough. We'll help you back tomorrow. Later. <laughs>